Welcome to Generation Tech. I want to take just a moment to let you know that we did have some technical difficulties. My dad was on the road, and so there was some dropout, and he had some communication issues up front. So please bear with us as uh, this recording. We just left it all in so you get the whole thing. But uh, we did struggle a little bit to get all of the sound and the con- the, the conversation recorded. Welcome to Generation Tech. I am Todd Brinker. I am joined, as always, by Jack Brinker. We are here to talk about the Apple event that just concluded. It is Tuesday, September 15th, uh, shortly after 11 o'clock Pacific time, and so uh, shortly after 2 o'clock Eastern time. And so we just watched the Apple event, the, the September Apple event, which traditionally would have been an Apple phone event, but this time there were no phones. Um, presumably there will be another event sometime, maybe in October, to talk about phones and possibly their first Apple Silicon Mac, I would guess. So, um, yeah, what, what, do you, what were your, just with, without going into any specifics, what's just your overall impression? Well, first one was obviously it was short. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you almost say, "Whoa, hours gone by already." Yeah, in and out <laughs> and, and an hour. And a quick, you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, usually a couple hour events, but uh, one is the uh, they've obviously uh, want to make the the watch a much more attractive product to a broader uh, space, mm-hmm. uh, especially kids. Yeah, uh, having the new SE watch and. Uh, and some of these other features, I forgot what they called them now, but uh, uh-huh. the family something, which I didn't quite understand because I had some dropouts during, during that period. Sure. I, I had some, um, uh, I, I took notes as we went along and didn't get all of it, but the, the idea of you don't have to have a phone, it's not a one-to-one relationship between phones and watches anymore. Uh, you can now uh, have multiple phones that uh some background music that's getting real loud is that mine or yours must be yours i'm not getting anything at this end i i've got to fix it so hang on okay well while you do that Uh, i'll talk i will um because i don't hear it at all so um the idea that you can you can have a you know like a parent's phone and you can sync multiple watches to it. Uh, I think the initial idea is, is that I those will be for, I don't weird. know, but don't talk about it while you're doing it. <laughs> the um, uh, Check and see if you have a, uh, a tab open in a browser that has playing music, and you can silence that. That's usually what causes it. Do you still have the tab oh, open I, that you watched the Apple event on? They might just be replaying it. Uh, that's the problem. It was a uh, Apple event came back on. Okay. On my browser. So it starts so, uh, with that music. Now I've, I've silenced that. So now okay. let me get back to the correct interface. Okay. So anyway, okay, we're talking. That. Yeah. No, we're talking about the, the 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 phone being able to set up multiple and manage multiple watch relationships so that you can have watches that belong to your kids even if they don't have an iPhone. 
uh, so that people have the option of saying, hey, I'm not going to buy my kid a phone. I don't think that they're going to take care of it, especially if they're a little bit younger. Um, and yet they can have a watch and it allows you to have sort of an electronic leash on them and to um, which they probably won't like, uh, you know, especially as they get older. I think that that will come fairly quickly once they realize you can track them where they're at and verify that they're at the, you know, at uh, <laughs> practice or at wherever they're supposed to be. Um, yeah. So a lot of kids are going to hmm, but, lose but their I watch. But I, mean, but I think Apple has made a big effort to make it so attractive to the kids that they won't want to let it go. And if, yeah. if mom and dad have to know where I am, it's still worth it, right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's the trade-off, and that's what they're trying to do. Um, so the Apple Watch 6, essentially the only thing that I saw that they added to it that was, uh, well, two things. One is uh, a blood ox sensor, so you can get your uh, your pulse ox on it and see what your... Um, you know, if, if you're getting enough oxygen into your blood, that can be important for people who have breathing issues, emphysema or COPD, or if you have sleep we, apnea. We, yeah, we do need to make clear that there are two watches and the blood oxygen sensor is only with the six. Right. Well, I'm talking the about SE. the six right now. I haven't mentioned the SE or the fact that the three is still oh. available. So on the six, you have a blood uh, oxygen sensor and then... You've always had an altimeter in your watch, but now they have an always-on altimeter so that you can get real-time data on, like if you're hiking uh, in the mountains or something, what your altitude is. So that's there. And then they added a blue and a red color to the body. So those those are the things you can get on your Apple Watch 6. They start at $399. Uh, if history holds, it'll be an extra 129 bucks to get one that has a cellular connection and an extra 50 bucks to get the one that's the larger body size if you want, the 42 instead of the 40 the 44 instead of the 40 millimeter uh, or 42 millimeter uh, watch face. I, I'm not sure on the exact sizes off the top of my head. And so, and, and then they have the. Don't, oh, go, go ahead. Don't forget that for environmental purposes, that t- that cost does not include a charging device now. Yeah, and that was something they kind of just threw in at the end, is for environmental reasons, which. I think is wink, wink. We're going to charge you the same amount of money and make a little bit more. Now those charging blocks probably don't cost them a dollar. I mean, they don't cost right. very much to make. But it would have been nice but, if they'd have said, you know, we're not going to charge you for the uh, for the power block and drop the price, you know, fifteen dollars, and then say, but you can buy one for fifteen bucks. You know, if they'd yeah. have done something like that, then people would have. But there's a lot of people who are going to go do some quick math and go, wait a minute, you're charging the same amount. Now you're not giving me a charging block. And, you know, I'm I'm not getting any kickback from that. And if I need a charging block, now I have to go pay extra. And I said $15. I bet you they're going to charge $30 for it uh, at least. Probably, yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, I can go buy a four-port high-powered charging block from, uh, you know, a variety of different companies for 30 bucks. And so, and I think yep. that's kind of why they're, they're saying we're not going to start and keep including them. There's been rumors that it won't be in the phone either. And I can understand why people are like, you know, I've got tons of these things. And a lot of them are, you know, sitting in a drawer somewhere. I have a tendency to keep the box that my watches come in or, or my phones come in and stuff. And so I've got, you know, boxes from some, from the very first iPhone that I ever bought and virtually all of them still have head uh, uh, earbuds and a power charger in them. <laughs> I yeah. don't even take it out of the box. I keep the box, and it's got the stuff in there. If I ever want to sell well, it, I can wait. put it all back in the box, and it's you know part of it's like literally never been touched or used. Well, well, they've dropped the earbuds a while ago, so yeah, 
Yeah. So, you know, so, anyway, it's like, it's, uh, but it's they haven't dropped the price. Thing. Yeah, it is. And it, being littered with those things. Yeah. And it doesn't surprise me. Most people don't need them at this point, And so I get it. Um, but it so, would have been nice if they'd have made some, some yeah, acknowledgement anyway, that there's uh, a value there that they've I, taken away. I, I, I don't know, uh, how many of the users are going to buy the, the, uh, for that heart. I mean, there's a lot of care that uh, and uh, so I didn't see the uh, six offering it much significance so that I wouldn't just get an SE yeah um, I, I it wasn't super clear it has the S5 chip in it which means it has the series 5 instead of the st- series 6 watch chip in it so it's processors a little slower but never once have I looked at my watch and gone darn I wish this thing ran faster you know as long as it that's right clicks on the time and pops yeah. up menus and i mean i've never i've never maybe other people have i've never run an app on my watch that i felt like was stressing the watch to the point where the i was frustrated because the watch ran too slow uh and series five yeah. is last year's chip uh but they did put the same motion sensors they were quick to they didn't say all sensors they said same motion sensors as the series six which are supposed to be more accurate um and that included mm-hmm. like their altimeter and their um uh, you know, uh, so 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 your your motion activity stuff should be a little bit more accurate. But once again, I've never ever had an issue with me feeling like it's not accurately tracking my motion or stuff. You know, um, although I ha- I do have I have some some little bit of a gripe. I don't think it's the motion sensors that cause the problem. But I've had issues where I know I have been up and moving around within the hour, and then it'll pop up and say you need to move around in order to get this stand goal. And it's like, I've been up and moving around. Yeah. How on earth did you not pick up on that? But okay, I'll stand yeah. back up right now so that you can I, get I, it, which is irritating. I, 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 always, I always attributed that to a software issue. <laughs> yeah, and I you agree. Know? I think that's a software issue. The sensor certainly is, you know, know, knows that I'm up and moving around. It's, it's tracking that. So the software is just not acknowledging that I, I'm standing vertical when I'm doing yeah. it or something. You know, quite honestly, I think that a lot of people are still going to buy the Apple Watch 3. Um, it's, it's, you know, $80 less than the, than the SE and still comes in the smaller format. And, um, although it doesn't matter to me, you know, I'm 200 pounds, six foot. Well, that doesn't guy. have all the water resistance though. Yeah, it does. The, 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 you can swim with a series three series two is the first one that you could get oh, in the water that- with. Yeah. So, and it has all the motion sensors and stuff. It doesn't have the EKG in it. Um, uh, you know, but, uh, unless you're concerned about that, what I'm thinking is there's a lot of children and petite women out there, you know, or smaller women. I mean, my wife is five foot tall and her, she has one of the series four watches on it and it about envelops her whole arm. It looks ginormous on her. Um, and it works for her. I mean, it looks okay. I mean, she's gotten used to it and she got a nice sparkly band for it at Christmas. So it looks nice, but it's just you know, I mean, if you were to judge the size of the watch for the size of the person, uh, you right. might want to. The, the, the watches still could be slimmed down. However, then you don't you'd have to give up some power and, and the life. Yeah. Battery life hasn't been that great. So yeah. I'd hate to see that happen. Also makes so. me wonder then because they've added sleep tracking watch OS seven, which will be available for download tomorrow. Uh, and will automatically yeah. happen overnight if your phone phone and watch are in proximity and on a charger, will um, add sleep tracking as an option for you. And I'm wondering how that's going to work for people too, given the battery power. Yeah. 
that you well, know you're going to have uh, to instead of charging at night when you sit down at it. Uh, I concluded a long time ago it charges so fast that c charging at night is my last option. I wear it every night, uh, although that's where I happen to have a, a bedside charger. But uh, I will put it on the charger sometimes during the day, and two hours it's done. Yeah, and know? that's what they say is two hours for for a full charge, and quite frankly, it'll go eighteen to twenty hours with you know no charge, and and in fact sometimes depending on how you're using it even further. And so, um, you know, I think that's somewhere the, the, the battery efficiency and the, um, the, um, thickness of the watch are two things that they're still battling. You know, they're still, the, you know, Apple, the, the ever, it, well, you've been cutting out for me for a while, so we'll just hang in there. <laughs> I won't cut out on the recording cause I'm recording locally, so we'll just do our best. But, um, okay. The uh, yeah, I mean Skype. I know you're you're traveling, so so your 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 connection is what it is. Um, but the uh, you know the if you look at the stuff that's coming in in Watch OS seven, to me, that's as if not more intriguing than what's in Watch six. You know the sleep tracking, the hand washing timer, uh, VO max values, um, the the upper and lower. Um, which is it helps you measure exercise intensity, and then the expanded watch faces. Um, the things they've done there, I think, are interesting. The the watch six, mm -hmm. I look at it and go, meh, you know. And a watch SE is essentially the the yeah. series five watch with some updated motion sensors. Um, you know, for two seventy nine as a starting one, that's not bad. Um, you know, I mean, and the Watch Three has been available for one ninety nine for a year at least. Um, I don't know. I overall, my basic feeling of the whole whole thing was kind of a big yawn. I, there wasn't a whole lot here that was that exciting. Um, they've got some new watch well, bands. I might look at the new Solo Loop or the braided Solo Loop um, as a new exactly. watch band. That that was that was what I'm going to try. I'll, I'm going to order one of those. Yeah, I'll look at those and and see. Uh, you know, they, they've kind of rethought their watch bands a little bit. And so, yeah, cool. You know, and then they spent some time talking about how carbon neutral they are, which is great. And then and then that's when they kind of threw in the, the little, oh, yeah, by the way, we're not going to give you power adopter, uh, adapters either. And they didn't mention that they're not dropping the price as a result of that. They're just saying this is how much it costs. No, no. it's just So now something that I thought was very intriguing, and I'll be interested to see how it plays out. Two things, actually, and they were both services related. One was the Fitness Plus service. Um, and they said that they have an absolute beginner mode for those of us who are not in great shape anymore. And, and it'll be interesting to see if they have something that addresses, um, you know, the silver sneakers crowd, right? I mean, you guys go right. to exercises for, for uh, people who are older, retirees, and, and are not as mobile well, and bendable. Not, as, not, dur not during the COVID season. Right. <laughs> but it's like a perfect time for them to come out with a, a guided thing that you can do at home if you can pick, if they have stuff that works at your level. All the pictures they showed were of people in, who are 20-something sweating their butts off, doing stuff right. that I'm looking at going like, you know, I'm not your age, and I'm looking at that going, I'm not going to do that. That's that's more than I'm willing to do or can do right now. I need to build up to it. So I was happy to hear yeah. that they had an absolute beginner mode, but I'd also be really interested to see if there are some exercise tracks that go in directions that you know work for a people who are not in good shape. I mean, 
you know, if well, you they, look they at need, they need to brand them by age, by age, but also by um, by by. Uh, how do yeah, I say ability. this politely? But yeah, by ability, I guess is the right way to say it. You know, there are people who who are are morbidly obese who would love to exercise. They really would. But then they watch something like, you know, uh, the the high intensity training that that some 20 somethings do. And they look at that and they go, I can't do that. I, I need something yep. that's catered to me to help me get to the point where I can do that. But I can't do that right now. And and so they need that build up. So what that absolutely be- beginner piece is, and how many threads they have for different audiences, other than, hey, I'm already in great shape and I just want to stay active while I'm locked in my house, uh, because mm-hmm. what they showed me was that people who are already yep. fit doing exercises in their house. You know, there was one little clip where they showed a woman who who looked didn't look like a model doing an exercise. And that was the only one I saw. And it was on screen for a fraction of a second. Um, so I'll be very interested to see how that plays out. And then the other thing that I thought was interesting was their Apple One services bundle. Um, because I already play, pay for iCloud, Apple Music, and Apple TV+. Plus. I don't pay for the arcade. And I used to pay for the news, but I quit. Uh, but I'm interested in the fit. So for for $15, I can get a family package of things that includes apple arcade apple tv plus apple music and app and icloud and those are all the things that i already ha- i already pay for and that's and, and, and for 15 dollars a month that's cheaper for me than buying each of those things separately yeah. um and if i want well, the premier well, I- one which was 30 bucks then i could get apple news and apple fitness which they said was coming yeah. later this year so i'm not sure you know you never know what that means it could be december 20 you know december 31st it's like welcome right. to apple fitness well, I just so. use the cloud, so I I don't yeah. know if I'm interested in any, any of the others. But uh-huh. but I, you know if if, if a, the price sounds it's, decent, yeah, they it's might, priced such you know. that if you use any one of the others, it makes sense to go ahead and pay for the right. Because I mean, well, it depends yeah. on what you which cloud purchase you have. Yeah, because they've got the one that's a so, dollar a month. Yeah, I'll 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 look at it, but you mm-hmm. know I got two. Two gigabytes, I think, of cloud. Yeah, which costs you what? Uh, ten, Ter- two terabytes, right? Terabytes. Right, two terabytes, and that's cost you like ten dollars a month. Yeah, which is what I have for my family too, and all of our iPhones and all of our iPads, everything backs up to that. Yeah. Um, which you'd say, well, how does it all fit on that if you've got all these different devices? Because it only backs up settings. It re- it downloads operating systems and configuration right. file. You know, it, your configuration file is the only thing that's really backed up. All the apps they just download, you know, again from uh, from uh, the Apple store. Yeah, it's uh, just got a table store. as to which ones you own and says, okay, you get that back. Right. The only the only ones, and then it does back up the ones that that you you bought out like off off of your Mac if you're back up to iCloud. Its backup is uh, smart enough to to look and say, hey, you didn't get this from the i app store so we need to back that up uh if you want to back that up to iCloud but they really don't it's not not really set up for the Mac it's really set up for your uh iOS and iOS iPad stuff. iPad right. stuff uh and it works well for that but uh it's still irritating that you you know you can buy a 64 gigabyte um device and they give you 10 gigabytes of free backup space it's like couldn't yeah. you give I, me enough I to did, like back up all my stuff I didn't I didn't get to see the bundling uh, stuff too much because I had too many dropouts. But mm-hmm. um, uh, one of the things that I th- was kind of wondering if they covered 
is uh, the movies and stuff they have. The T- TV Plus, I guess yeah, it is. Yeah, Apple TV Plus is included in the Apple One bundle, regardless of which Apple One bundle you buy. They have an individual oh. bundle that's $10 a month. They have a family bundle, which is $15 a month. And that includes iCloud, Apple Music, Apple TV Plus, and Apple Arcade, which is the games. They have a Premier bundle, which is only available in certain countries. And that will include Apple News and Apple Fitness as well. And that Premier bundle is... I, I wrote down $30, but I'm not sure because I was trying to do it from memory. They, they had it on screen for a split second, and then they moved on. And so it might have yeah. been a little less than it might have been like instead of twenty nine, it might have been twenty four ninety nine or something like that, or uh, twenty ninety nine or something. You know, so it'd be ten, fifteen, and twenty dollars. I just uh, so I'll have to verify that because uh, it just flew by so quick. So um, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting, and I'm and I'm glad to see them saying, hey, you know, some of you subscribe to more than one thing you know, here. Maybe one it should of the, be a bundled price. One of the things that it, that occurred to me. When, with the frustration of having such a poor internet, is that they ought to give us a, an app to watch these presentations so that the priority is that I, I always lose picture before I lose voice. Then never lose voice. Right. But I lost everything, you know? Yeah. And I hated that. You, you couldn't maintain continuity of thought even. So, yeah. The, 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 uh, you know. The options I had for watching it, I watched it directly from Apple, thinking that would be the best possible service. Mm-hmm. But it, it was, it was, it was the worst event right. I've you, ever watched. You live said because best of the, uh, directly from Apple. You mean like from the Apple webpage? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you're still just browser traffic to your internet provider. So the problem is, is that you're in a location where you don't have any control over the internet and any kind of prioritizing and. You know, the Internet, by its nature, was not designed for streaming contiguous media. Uh, and yeah. we, we've sort of twisted it into working that way, but uh, uh, yeah. not its... Well, um, may, maybe there's nothing that Apple could have done about it, but it seemed to me yeah. that I should have at least... Ha- I really yeah. wanted to have voice. I'd, I'd have sacrificed yeah. the entire show yeah. if I could have just heard it. Yeah, well, instead of going through the Internet, if you'd have had, like, the Apple... Um, event app now i don't know if you uh, like on apple tv they have an apple events app isn't there an apple events app in the app store that you can download to an ipad and that might have done Uh, that for you well i was on the ipad to begin with i went to my computer because it seemed to have a better antenna for the internet Oh, and I have well, there is that too. The computer. yeah well you're also probably not putting your hands on the antennas right which is the perimeter of your ipad so right. yeah, I don't know. So I anyway, don't know. you know, I, 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 if I'd have been on the computer from the get-go, I might have been all right. But anyway, and and the I, before the thing came on, I had explored two ways to watch it. The other one came through YouTube, and I uh-huh. said, "Oh, geez, I don't want somebody between me and Apple." I just went to the Apple people directly and watched that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I saw that as an option as well and went, yeah, I don't think so. I'm not going to stream YouTube. Um, yep. That said, I know that some um, uh, Internet providers prioritize YouTube because they know that it's they know for a fact that it's, you know, video signals. And so that they do their best to make sure that that comes in in, in con, you know, continuous packets. Um, well, for those the flip people side of that who is, have YouTube built 
built into their TV. You know, that's that's possible. Well, but I mean, people do it. They know reason. they know the IP address, so so you know your your ISP wherever you're at can either use that to your advantage or your disadvantage or ignore it completely. So you know, yeah, you know, and even so anyway, even, we... even on your iOS device, you've got uh, YouTube as an app, so it's it's um, has more control than just going through the browser as well. Yeah. So anyway, we move on to the yeah. exciting world of iPad iPad. So yeah, so after we got through the services, they mentioned the iPad 8th generation. So the iPad 8th generation is the exact size and form factor of the iPad 7th generation. Uh, What they did is they put the A12 chip in it. Uh, That's a fairly big upgrade from their previous one. Um, Let's see, I've got it right here. iPad uh, iPad 7th generation had the A10. So they moved from the A10, which was uh, uh, same as the iPhone 7, to the A12, which is the current fastest chip up until a little bit later in the the conversation. So uh, the A12 chip is the same basic core that's in the iPad Pros. It's not the A12X or the A12Z, which means that it uh, has a little bit less graphics core than the iPad Pros, but it does pick up the neural engine. Uh, so that means that it can do uh, some of the on-the-fly um, uh, graphics and and uh, and uh, uh, artificial intelligence-enhanced functions faster. They uh, yeah. very uh, cheekily pointed out that it's uh, six times faster than the average Chromebook. Um, Yes, you know, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, it's fast. It's faster than the than the best selling um, because that uh, one's Windows. priced down there, competitive with the Chromebook. Right. right. That's what they, they they try to sell this into schools versus the Chromebook. Um, of course, Chromebooks you can get for you know two ninety nine, which is right in that same price range. There three twenty nine, two ninety nine is an education price, so basically same price. But then you still have to buy a keyboard if you want to be able to use it for um, online testing. Because uh, they require a connected keyboard for that, um, so that's going to cost you another, you know, fifty to hundred dollars, depending on which one you end up buying. So, um, but no doubt about it, that's I mean that A12 chip is a powerful chip that's going to be a really good basic iPad. It still has the button at the bottom and works just like all of the uh, iPads have before. Um, very notably, they didn't touch the iPad Pros or the iPad Mini. The iPad Mini still has the A10 chip in it um, and sells for basically the same price or just a hair less. Um, it's funny. They really seem to... Apple seems to sell the iPad Mini begrudgingly. It's like, we really don't want to sell this, but people want to buy it, so dang it, we keep making them. <laughs> but we're going to update them later. We're going to not touch it more than we have to, and we're not going to spend much effort on it. But okay, here it is. Yeah. Um, anything about uh, about the basic iPad? Uh, no, I I hardly yeah. listened. <laughs> yeah, it was like okay, you updated I, it, great power bump. But when but when they started talking on the air, I knew they were going to have new technology. So that right that brought that one a long way. 
Well, I expected the redesign on the Air. The Air now looks like an iPad Pro. In fact, it looks like the previous generation iPad Pro because it has a single camera on the back instead of the the little square with uh, multiple cameras and a LiDAR sensor and that kind of stuff. But it's a 10.9-inch screen, so it's essentially an 11-inch iPad, very much like the iPad Pro was um, or is at the 11-inch size. Um, But it doesn't have uh, Face ID. It still has Touch ID, but instead of having the button in a space like a chin on the bottom which takes up space the touch id is now on the power button on top of the device uh and that's if you're holding the device device vertically obviously if you flip the device onto its side then it's not on top of the device so you have to you know deal with that and they switched to um a usb-c connector so it's just like the ipad pro in that respect so it's the same uh flat edge design um touch sensor instead of um, uh, face ID I think that when they introduce the iPhone 12 you're going to find that it's going to have a touch sensor on the power button as well it's going to have a touch sensor and it'll still have face ID exactly in fact I think they're going to everywhere with that I think they're yeah they're going to that button is going to become the the power button um, and you'll have touch ID and face ID on the devices that, that support face ID when we can take our masks off um, because yep. I know everybody has been at the grocery store trying to buy something with their Apple Pay and had to take their dumb mask off or type in their, their PIN code in order to make the purchase because Face ID doesn't work with a mask. Um, so, yeah, I think that's going to be, become very universal. It's now available in multiple colors. You can get it in, in addition to silver and gray. You can get it in green, blue, and red, um, or kind of a peachy color, actually. It's not really red. Um, but... Uh, so what do you and mean, then the red product, the whole product uh, line. <laughs> they had a red product in uh, in the in the bands, but the, was it a red product in the I in the actual so. device uh, on the iPad? I didn't think it was. I thought it oh, was. Oh, uh, oh, you you might be right. I I may have. They they did mention a red product, but I think it was for the uh, watch bands. Watch band, know. yeah. Well, the watch the or the watch. watch. That's yes. right. They have a they have a product red watch. That's right. They have a blue and a red watch now. Yeah, the, right. air, the air came in gr- in like a pale green, a pale green. blue, and a pale yeah. kind of almost a pink color. Um, yeah. uh, and it includes uh, True Tone and, and, and P3 color gamut, which it had before, which is part of what set it apart from the um, the basic iPad. Uh, is it had you know the, the ability to adjust color based on the uh, the color of the light th- the, of the room that you're in so that you get more natural looking colors on the screen uh, yep. which is kind of cool um, although people who yep. are doing color correction of photos don't want that and they turn it off because that messes you up then because you're trying to, yeah. to to do color correction and it's correcting the color on the fly while you're correcting color that's not a good thing the big news, the biggest news to me was the A14 Bionic so it jumps from the uh, yeah. the A12 which is in all of the other iPads now uh, the A13 is in is in the current iPhone 11s, and the A14 will presumably be what's in the new iPhone that comes out, whether it's an 11s or a 12 or whatever they call it. Um, so this is an A14 Bionic. So the fastest uh, Apple-based silicone that you can buy as of today is in an iPad Air, and price is the same as it was before 5.99, and it'll be available in October. Is what they said now. Since the Pro wasn't mentioned, what do you think will happen there? Yeah, well, you know, they just updated the Pro, what, three months ago, something like that? And it was 
but it doesn't have that 14 chip in it. Yeah, they they it, they went they went from the uh, 12Z to the 12X, and all they did was uh, turn on a, a an additional processor that was already there, and they added a lidar sensor on the front, and that was about it. And so it was a really lackluster update. Most people who had Pros went, yeah, I'm not getting that. So you think that they can't have an iPad Pro out there for very long that is less powerful than the iPad Air. You would think. That's my thought too. So yeah. they did it once before in when fact, they came out I... with the remember when they came out with the iPad Air three. It was the first one that had um the um high resolution screen and they very quickly discovered that the yeah, yeah. the graphics processor couldn't drive that high resolution screen very well and that it had a tendency to overheat. And so the iPad three iPad Air three was only available for um a short period of time, I think it was was it Air. I don't. Know, I can't remember I mean, the iPad three. Anyway, and then the four came out, and that's also when they switched their iPads from the thirty-pin uh, connector to the Lightning connector, and it had a faster graphics processor so that it could uh, actually work with the number of dots it was moving around. So, <laughs> I think that you know they don't have an issue. They don't have yeah. They don't have a technology issue with the current iPad Pros, but they certainly have a marketing issue why on earth would anybody buy you know i mean what do you get you get uh, a better camera because it has the multiple camera array on the back and that's about it and and for well, that you get you get a slower can't processor you see people that just bought if if you just bought the pro and two months later you can get more for less yeah i mean you, you, know, g- you give up the lidar so if if that ai lidar function is really important to you or uh, you want multiple cameras on oh, the back, but most know. people do their photo taking with their with their phones more than their iPads. I mean, I've seen people holding up iPads taking pictures, but yeah, it's it's you know I don't know. I think yeah, you know, you can't get too bent out of shape in the world of technology when something newer and cooler comes out because it's going to happen. Uh, you know, the next yeah. version is going to be newer, cooler, and possibly cheaper. Um, unless of course it's an Apple product, in which case then they'll take away your power brick and charge you the same amount. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I'll be okay. interested to I'll be interested to see wh- uh, when they when they do some comparison tests to say, you know, in the real world, how much faster is that A14 than the A12? Because you know, I wouldn't go out and buy a new device because I wanted the faster processor, probably, unless I felt like the one I was doing was you know, laggy because of some function that I'm trying to get it to do. Yeah. But that's also probably a preview of what we're going to see in the first Apple Silicon Max. You know, they'll probably have like an A14M for Max, right? Uh, yep. Maybe not M, but I, you know, I can see them having a version of an A14 in, in a re-released 12-inch Mac you know, in the next month. Well, you, you know, I, that's what I was thinking uh, the last time that we talked about this is there's a, uh, uh, well, we talked about Apple Silicon, that mm-hmm. they're they're going to have a transition, and they've got Apple Silicon, have had for a long time. So how does that really relate to making a Mac out of it, you know? Yeah. So uh, I think that to a great extent, at least some major parts of this, are are basically the same. That's that's the way you oh, do yeah. things. You just Absolutely. put new, new instruction set in, 
and uh, and yeah. go from there. You know? Yeah. Well, just like they have the A12Z uh, and the A12X that they've had in the last two iPad Pros, you know, those are the A12 chips, which are the same one, same processor that was in the 10S series phones. And what they do is yep. they they the the Z and the X indicate that that it's the same core chip with some added functionality that's necessary for this mm-hmm. particular application. And that's why I made up the M and said, well, for Macs, they'll have an M version of the A14 that'll be the same processor that's available here, but they'll have you know some additional processing that's required for that form factor, whatever that might be, um, in order to make it custom to the process in, in a Mac. And it seems to me that at least initially, the first Macs that we're going to see on Apple Silicon will be the low-end Macs. So I would expect uh, a 14-inch um, or, or a, a, a 12-inch Mac, similar to the the little um, um, uh, MacBook that you have, um, and perhaps uh, a small 13 or 13, or maybe replaced. They're saying it's to be replaced with a 14-inch MacBook Pro, but that might even not come out. The other thing I think, honestly, is I think they're probably going to do a uh, a Mac Mini because it's not sold in giant volumes. Um, and it doesn't require a super high-end processor, never has. So they'll do a Mac Mini um, with Apple Silicon and and get that out the door yeah. and let people start playing with it and see what they think. And, you know, use those two as their toes in the water because I'm sure they think they've thought of everything, but they're also smart enough to know that they're going to see, see, them, see some things that are like, oh, yeah, that's not quite what we wanted. And so they don't want to make, they don't want the devices that are initially out the door to be ones that they sell you know, 20 billion of, and then they have to deal with something that they missed or overlooked. They'd rather be at a lower volume device. Yeah. Todd, Todd, you're talking to yourself most of the time. I have a steady poor connection mark on my computer and, uh, I'm not sure that I can even continue to participate because it's not working. Well, we're almost done anyway, so I'll just wrap it up by saying that they did say that the operating system updates, OS, uh, iPhone OS 14, iPad OS 14, TV OS 14, and Match, Watch OS 7 will all be available tomorrow, September 16th. So you'll get all the software yeah. updates tomorrow, so you can say, does that make my current device good enough that I don't want to update before you go out and spend a bunch of money? <laughs> Which is always a good thing. You know, yeah. you may find out that the software updates yeah. are enough that you go like, I'm good. I don't need anything else. Yeah. And, and there's some hardware coming Friday at the stores. Yeah. Yeah. Most of the watches will be available um, on Friday and you can order them later today. In fact, you can probably go online and order them now. Uh, so, um, yeah, you know, it's interesting. We go back to those watch bands, the solo loop and the solo braided loop. They had them in like it looked like yeah. seven, seven or eight different sizes, so that you can get one that fits you. So now, how do you measure them? Do you have to like get a tape measure and, and wrap around your wrist so that you know what size to buy? Yeah, good question. Yeah, because you you, you want it to fit fit your wrist once it, it, it you know uh, hopefully when it stretches out it pops back at least to that size. Yeah, yeah. It, there's nothing worse than than a hat or a watch band that doesn't fit right, right? That's right. that's bad news. So I'm going to the Apple Store right now. I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch bands, band. And if I want a solo loop, how do I 
pick a solo loop here. So uh, the black solo loop, I'm just going to look at that and, and say uh, 44 millimeter and select your size. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So there's there's uh, uh, yeah, nine iP- different sizes. My iPad says they're be right back. Oh really? Still I doing got updates. Yeah, I got into it. So. Oh, you did. Oh, how would you find your size? There's a printable tool. So you go here. What's next? Last thing. Select your size. Wait a minute. No, that what? Use our size guide. The printable tool is the easiest, fastest way to find your band. Don't have a printer? You can also use household objects. Okay, download the printable tool. There we go. All right. Okay, so you just print something out, and uh, and then you size it by uh, placing a credit card here to confer- confirm that it was 100%. So... Uh, it's a PDF. So I will print out the printable tool. Of course, I don't have my wallet with me, so I have no way of telling whether or not it's the right size. Hmm. So I'll have to go run and get that. So just anyway, hit, that's just how you do Apple, it. Just hit Apple Pay, Todd, and it'll come. Yeah, but it won't <laughs> be the card that I can lay over the Apple. Yeah, your your virtual Apple Pay card won't work. You know, to tell if it's the right size, what they should do is say, lay your phone here. Right? Your iPhone of size. Yeah. What you have to have the phone in order to, to to buy the watch anyway. All right. So I printed it out. Uh, anyway, so you anyway you print it out. You wrap a piece of paper around your arm, and then uh, it'll tell you which size you need. Oh, wrap the I tool see. around your wrist. Cut it out. Wrap it around your wrist. Not too tight. Note the number between the arrows as your band size. So go back to the old-fashioned way, something physical, right? They thought of everything. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that they don't just tell you x amount of inches of this or whatever. They do say um, there's another option where you can um, you can go to household objects. Let's see, have a measuring tape, measure your wrist. Otherwise, cut a piece of paper and wrap it. Okay, got it. So measure your wrist. So if your wrist is seven and three sixteenths inches around, then you're a size nine. Just for I, I and I have no idea if that's mm. the width of my wrist. I just um, stuck a number in there that I guessed at, just so that I could find out how it works so you can just measure your wrist with um uh a measuring tape if you've got one so all right well i know your connection's been flaky so why don't we just call it a day and uh i'll see you next monday and we'll see if either of us and they have... got lots lots of bands i didn't i didn't get that is it there at the bottom of the measuring stuff uh, there, right above where your sizes are, there's a little thing you can click on that says "Use our size guide." Oh, so it says "Select your size," and they've got all it. the numbers. And right above that's a link. Okay. Well, I'll look at that later. I've enjoyed it, Todd. Sorry about the bad connection, but it's been steadily poor connection here, yeah, indicating well, for the last half. 
Oh. The fact that we were able to do it at all while you're traveling was pretty amazing, I think. Uh, so I'm I'm good with that. Okay, mine says I'm size 11. Uh. Between size 10 and 11. Now, that's assuming that that printed out at the right size. I didn't have a credit card to verify it, so I'll have to check that. But Anyway, um, have a great day, and we will talk to you soon. Okay, Todd. Enjoyed it. You have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.